Richard Callender join us. Rich, good morning. Some fascinating three-year-old contests yesterday. The winners were good. There was some eye catches just behind him and the place getters. It all sets up for the Spring Carnival. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Bulldog. You're spot on. Look, we've, we've been saying it for a few weeks now that spring's in the air. We're all excited. We're pumped up. Yeah, look, I, I think everyone that you watched the race at Rose Hill, it was certainly advantageous to be rail inside. And I think there'll be some real big turnarounds in form for horses that were four or five deep covering ground coming down the middle. So I think there'll be plenty of good good betting weeks coming up mm. when people are starting to work out their form. But, yeah, some exciting horses, and yesterday was outstanding. What took you right, Rose Hill, yesterday, Rich? <clears throat> Well, I thought Tom Kitten was outstanding. Um, 59, gave them all the weight. Look, we all thought that it'd get too far back. We all thought that it was going to improve, um, meet them on level terms in, in weeks to come, and then to beat them all carrying the 59, uh, I thought the, the, I thought Tom was outstanding. Um, I think James McDonald showed, I think he had a, a little bit of a patch, but now I think he's shown the last the last five or six days or last week Um He's got his eye in, he's on fire, and I think the San Domenico Bulldog, he could, all, he could go all the way back to sixth in the race, and I think you're going to see plenty of winners out of the race. Yeah, I agree, Rich. Just on the winner, Libertad of the San Domenico, I'll put my hand up, Rich. I've underrated him. I won't be doing that anymore, and <laughs> it was interesting when I put that to both Annabelle Neeson, the trainer, and to the jockey, Chad Schofield, who will have one a little bit later. They don't underrate this cult. They rate him very, very highly. Yeah, they do. And look, Moravia was outstanding. Yeah, wasn't he and, good uh, one? Yeah. I was talking to Wade Burridge, uh, who bought it for his owners, and they were that bullish going into yesterday. And I'm thinking, wow, you're coming off a 900 metre win in a maiden at Newcastle. And then you talk to James Cummings about Kanish, and I talk to Chris Waller regularly. And when he talks about K- uh, Kandinsky abstract, he, he just talks it in glowing terms. Mm. So that's why I said, I think when we get to. Round, we, we get to a more fairer track, uh, look out. Yeah, no, some good runs behind Libertad. And, and just back to Tom Kitten's uh, race, as you mentioned, there were good runs behind him as well. Gary Portelli's duo, Kintai, was brave. And Cap was an eye-catching run. And Ducas for Michael Friedman, all horses to follow. Yeah, look, there's there's no doubt. Like, end caps, all its runs have been sick. Mm. You can't believe it. it's four starts and um, uh, two seconds, two-thirds. <clears throat> so got you, you're struggling a bit throat. this morning, Rich. Unlike you, normally you come Unlike bouncing. Me, Ray, I'm yeah. still, yeah. You're no, all right, Rich. Uh, right? Yeah. Sorry, mate. You all right? I was good as gold until I started to speak, <laughs> and then this rope started to get broken. <laughs> all right, we care about um, you. Are you working today, Rich? Uh, yeah, I'll be. Uh, I've got to write a couple of letters, but I'm not working on the TV. Okay. No. Right. Uh, okay. I might be at the SCG later, uh, cheering on Patley, and then get out there and cheer on. And, and give Buddy a good yeah. reception, uh, one of the greatest. But uh, I think you mentioned, like, you look at races yesterday, Ray, and, and although it was beaten yesterday, Smashing Eagle, um, it rode to the track, and Extravagant Star just got the gun run, mm. and Smashing Eagle's certainly going to be one to follow. But the best thing about this, Tom, Ray, you look at next week, oh. that con- I know you're going to run through it later, but that clash we're going to see in the Concord Stakes, it's going it's to show us next week, is the big dog back when I talk about nature strip because the Concord's going to be red hot next Saturday. Yeah, we'll have um, Eduardo, the old bloke. He's he's flying the trials. In secret, had a little 
uh, it's a little bit of an exercise gallop. She wasn't out to do time in exhibition gallop yesterday between races at Rose Hill. I think old Shelby 66 might even turn up. They might want some rain for him, but it'll be a small field, Rich. But when you're talking about Nature Strip in secret, Eduardo, it'll be a great watch. Yeah, because like, you get excited. Mm. It's, it's like Grand Final. You've got the Concord, the Challenge for the Tramway. Then we get to see, you know, the Furious. And then the week after, it just only gets better. The Theo yeah. Marks, the Run to the Rose. You know, I'm getting old, Ray, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm starting to bounce out of bed. It's very exciting. And I think this Everest Carnival could be the best we've ever had. Yeah, I'm older than you, Rich, and I'm just getting out of bed. Not quite bouncing out these days, but this time of year, it's just... You can't wait to get up and get going. Hey, Rich, our, our talk topic today is great sporting rivalries. Any sport, it could be team sports or individuals. Is is there one that that you always refer to on uh, when you talk about great rivalries in sport? Well, I think most people think of one against one. I, I suppose if I think about sporting rivalries, I kind of I think Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, and then even Murray. I just thought they were in the modern era. I thought that's as good a sporting rivalry because we just I don't think we won a major outside of those three or four players for, for 15 years. So if I think of rivalries now, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, no, it, they were four great players. And uh, US Open, of course, starts this week. Hey, Rich, rest up that voice, my friend. Yeah, thank you very much. And, and Bulldog, <laughs> thank you for that extra tweet yesterday. Oh, mate. it was a pleasure. <laughs> I didn't mean to upset you, Rich. I thought I could... <laughs> you always I leave thought... him out, poor guy. Well, I... Tweet, you can only put about 60 bloody oh, okay. yeah. letters in a tweet. That's true. <laughs> he hadn't forgotten you, Rich. Hey, Rich, enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy the Swannies, and uh, and it'll be a great occasion this afternoon. Swannies playing for a home final, and, of course, Melbourne playing for a top four spot. Much So much at stake, and the chance to say thank you to what uh, Lance Buddy Franklin has done for not only the Swans, but AFL. Thanks, Rich. Thanks, boys.